Hello, everybody. This is episode 12 of the All the Best Things podcast. This episode, I have a good friend of mine who's also a groomsman in the wedding. And uh, we kind of have kept in contact over the years, but he's down in uh, Victoria, Texas, you know, golfing and uh, actually coaching golf at the university down there. He's I, I just found out this episode, he's the head coach. So big shout out to him on uh, continued success. Thanking him for hopping on with me here. Talk a little bit about sports, even though sports isn't happening yet. Fingers crossed. Um, yeah, it's a pretty good little conversation we have. It's probably the longest pod I've ever done. Uh, you know, give it a listen if, if you like talking about sports. If not, you know, move on and carry on with, with your day. <laughs> Appreciate the support, and uh, let's dive right in. Another episode this week, we've got a good friend of mine. He was actually a groomsman at my wedding. I'm going to let him do uh, his own introduction here in just a sec. But uh, today we're going to discuss kind of the sports report. I know there's not a lot of sports going on, but we kind of want to break some stuff down for you guys. So without further ado, my friend Garrett, go ahead and introduce yourself. Hey, Jake. Uh, it's Garrett Adair. Um, currently the uh, interim head golf coach down here at University of Houston, Victoria. Um, Born and raised in Moscow, Idaho. Um, and like Jake said, I was in his wedding, so uh, we know each other pretty well. But no, excited to, to talk talk with you a little bit today and uh, just talk sports. Missing it, definitely. So, Yeah, for sure. And uh, I did not know that you were the interim head coach down yeah. there. That's awesome. Yeah, man. It, uh, it, it's, it's been weird. It's been weird timing. Um, weird, weird everything so far. Uh, but yeah, I know that the former head coach, she left, uh, took another job and um, you know, so that's where I'm at right now, but, um, hopefully down the line when things, you know, when the freeze, um, lack of better words, the hiring freeze kind of opens back up, you know, hopefully, um, I can get rid of the interim title and, you know, go straight to head coach, but, um, that'd be pretty sweet. I actually just signed my first recruit, um, you know, as, as being the interim head coach, uh, yesterday. So, um, oh, exciting times. Yeah, exciting times for sure. Yeah. So, um, that's huge. Yeah. So. Well, that actually makes a good transition because, like you said, things are kind of holed up right now. Um, it sounds like maybe football is going to be our first sport back. I mean, you and I, I think, uh, are both baseball fans and doesn't sound like they're making any headway uh, with all this negotiation stuff. So, yeah, with sounds, that like, said, sounds like it's a big back and forth um, right now between, um, you know, what, what MLB wants and, you know, what the player association, Players Association wants. So, yeah, I know. Um, a lot of uh, stadiums are starting to back, open back up. I actually just saw, um, obviously I got my Packer alerts on, but I just saw Lambeau Field was going to open back up, I want to say Tuesday. Um, oh. so, so, yeah, definitely looks like football might be the first one back. Nice. And with every uh, football season, you know, mock draft season's already come and gone. Uh, so next, obviously, is just going to be top five, top ten lists. And that's kind of what we got in store for everyone listening today. Uh, with that, yeah, said, we'll jump right into it. Um, Garrett, I'm going to have you go first. Uh, let's do kind of a breakdown of our top five wide receivers. And then I'm going to throw you a curveball right after you uh, list your guys off. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, just looking at the wide receivers, uh, I mean, you got – there's so many good ones to choose from. But, um, you know, as far as, um, you know, my top top two, um, you know, I, I got to go Michael Thomas probably as, as the top right now. 
Um, okay. Look at what he did last year. I know he gets a lot of targets in New Orleans, um, and that helps. But, um, you know, he's just an insane talent at the game. And then number two, and like I said, these can be interchangeable any given week, but definitely Julio Jones. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he's been a top guy since, since you know, forever. So, uh, yeah. you know, top two are pretty close. Um, round out my top five. Uh, it was hard to put these guys in order, um, but I went Devontae Adams at three. Um, probably a little homer, you know, there um, being on my yeah, Packers. Yeah. But, but, you know, look at what he does there with, you know, no other weapons around him and, and constantly getting double teamed and um, probably the best route runner in the game uh, for sure. So uh, number four, I got DeAndre Hopkins. Um, excited to okay. see what he's going to do, you know, in Arizona. Um, but, yeah. I mean, that guy catches anything that comes his way. Um, it's my, true. My number five might not surprise some people, but I got Mike Evans. Um, you know, I think he's kind of that sleeper wide receiver that doesn't get a lot of talk because he's in Tampa Bay. Um, but mm-hmm. you know, this is his time to shine now with uh, with Brady at the helm. So, um, you know, even Chris Godwin was you know close as well. You know, he he made a big step this year, and I think you know with Brady Brady being there now, he's he's going to be big there too. But uh, you know, those wrap up round out my top five. Um, you know, if I went fantasy wise, definitely would probably put Michael Thomas there at the top of the list. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I know I got the Manuel Sanders now there, um, but I just think uh, you know he's he's probably the best wide receiver in the game right now, um, in my opinion. Anyways, I I'd like to put Devonte Adams there too, but um, you know I'm I'm realistic and realize that a couple of guys ahead of him um, at this point. Sure. Yeah. Sure. So actually, uh, our top five is super similar. Uh, rankings are a little bit different and I got one name that you didn't have okay um I'm gonna start with five actually and work my way up number five originally in his career I guess they were talking about him kind of being boom or bust mm-hmm. um more often than not I would say he's boom and that's Tyreek Hill yep uh for the Chiefs obviously with with Mahomes <laughs> slinging him the rock it's it's easy for him to make up you know big yardage so right. and I, I think he's probably one of the fastest players in the league if not the fastest so Hard to catch him once he's in space too. Right. Um, you had to throw him. In there then too. I you had to with... throw him in there too. Yeah. <laughs> true. Being a Kansas City fan, you weren't going to leave him out. I know that. It, yeah, that's true. I'm I'm uh, kind of like an adopted Kansas City fan just because my wife born and raised in the Kansas City area. Yeah. So yeah. of course we got Chiefs stuff all over the the office, and she got a bunch of different jerseys. I can say honestly though that she's not like bandwagoner because she has a Trent Green jersey and a Dante Hall jersey yeah no I I remember actually I I thought about this a a couple weeks ago it was what probably two three it was three years ago when um, Alex Smith was still the quarterback and I remember you and her both um, not really going off on me but just telling me how good Mahomes was going to be and I was like I don't you know I don't really buy it right off but uh, yeah, yeah no I remember she was she was going going at it pretty good so yeah she's definitely no bandwagon you know, she was, yeah, she's, she's been there for, uh, like the whole thing. Yeah. So she saw the whole green thing when he got basically knocked out of the league. <laughs> yep. She's, she, she's playing. She's been there. She was, uh, what was his name? Was it, wasn't Brock Heward, was it? It was Damon Heward, right? Dame, Damon Heward. Yeah. 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 She was. Yeah. I think that guy's like selling Toyotas in Seattle <laughs> now. <laughs> yeah. Hey, go get a, go get a cheap okay. autograph of him or something. He, I mean, he, he played okay for, he was okay for a couple games, but, uh, yeah, I mean, just kind of like he was a patch exactly. job, basically. Exactly. Uh, going to number four, I got Mike Evans. Uh, I think he's been 
was like really, really overlooked in Tampa Bay, obviously with Jameis throwing him the ball for the last five years, I guess first five years of his career or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's just got like hands. I mean, he's just got soft hands, but strong hands, you yep. know, like anything. I mean, Jameis couldn't even see him down the field, you mm-hmm. know, he had to go and get LASIK to, to yeah. get his vision fixed or whatnot. Not 30, 30 anymore. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, Michael Thomas, I have at three. I know this can go either way because as far as targets are concerned, I mean, he out-targeted the next guy. The only reason I know this because I looked it up just a minute ago. He out-targeted the next receiver by, like, 40 receptions. Right. I mean, helps. like, he, he has so many targets and so many opportunities that it's just unreal. Mm-hmm. Uh, honestly, I think Julio Jones is number two, and that's – I mean, neither here nor there. No one can argue, really, with what he's put up throughout his right. career. Uh, and he hasn't really had superior quarterback play. I know they went to the Super Bowl a few years back. Ray Matt, I don't know if Matt Ryan. He had, I mean, he had that insane year, but he, uh, he's he been hit or miss, um, you know, for the last few years. And it wasn't good last year, and he still put up good numbers, you know. So. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then my number one, and this is a little bit bittersweet. I was, before I met my wife and everything, I was a Texans fan. I just kind of hopped on when they came into the league. Little kid, you know, I was in like sixth grade when they came into the league. I was like, yeah, I like David Carr, whatever. You know, he just got ragdolled for two seasons or whatever as their starter. Number one, I got DeAndre Hopkins. And now, seeing that they basically traded him for a bag of chips to Arizona, mm-hmm. I'm going to have to probably tune into some Arizona games because Kyler Murray and him could be could be pretty dynamic. Um and he does – I mean, he between him, Michael Thomas, and Julio Jones, they've dropped like four balls in the last two years. Yeah, you know. So all three guys are, you know, pretty sure. You know how bad I actually wanted to put Hopkins number one because, you know, obviously outside of Devonta, he's, you know, any non-Packer wide receiver, he's definitely my favorite. Um, just the way he yeah. carries himself. And um, like you said, I, I don't think I've ever seen that guy drop a ball. Uh, some of the catches he's made are just yeah. – and, like, it, it's quiet. Like, I know people know he's good, but, like, you know, like you always get the Julio Jones talk. You always got, you know, when Calvin Johnson was in the league, you got the Calvin Johnson talk. But, you know, no one really ever talks about Hopkins being the best in the game. And I think there for a stretch, um, maybe not last year, but like the year before for a stretch, I think he was. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And, I mean, considering before they had uh, Deshaun Watson come in, Hopkins caught balls from Matt Schaub mm-hmm. and – uh, who else am I thinking? Sage Rosenfeld, uh, I think. I mean, well. guys, yeah, Tom Savage. What was the guy's name? The baseball player that went to OSU. Uh, Whedon. Brandon Whedon. Uh, okay. Yeah, Brandon Whedon. Like, yeah, nobody's thrown him the ball for, I mean, like the first four years exactly. of his career. Yeah. No. So now that he's got, you know, he had Watson, and I'm like, oh, you know, they're going to build some chemistry. And then I, Andrew and I, one of our other buddies, discussed this a while back about bill o'brien running that team he's like gm and stuff too mm-hmm. as well as head coach and it's like dude he's trading all the all the good players away for literally nothing yeah i mean to trade him away for um you know an injury prone you know aging david johnson i mean and that's nothing is david johnson you know he was good and he's, he's still decent but you know wide receivers are a dime a dozen you know they are running backs i'm sorry running backs are a dime a dozen and uh, you know it, it was a, it was, you know, I felt bad just because, you know, Hopkins. You could have got a first from him from me about just about any other team, um, but yeah. yeah, he's Bill O'Brien's running that team into the ground. But I'm excited to see what he does with Arizona. You know, especially with you know Larry Fitzgerald still being there, 
Um, you know, and yeah, uh, is it Kenyon Drake they got? They got it. They, yeah, and which is yeah, unreal. they have so many weapons there now. If they can put a defense there, and and Kyler just continues to get a little more consistent, I mean, they you know they could be a sleeper team this year. That um, you know they're probably still another year out, I think. But uh, you know, yeah, that that division that you know with Seattle. Um, you know, the Rams, which I think they're going to fall off a little bit, but they're still good. And then obviously the 49ers, you know, they, that's, that's a hell of a division there. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, with, I agree with you with the, with the Rams comment. Um, I think uh, golf can only handle so much of uh, McVay chirping in his ear, you know, literally every play. Oh, and it doesn't, doesn't help <laughs> when you have so much money into golf as well. I mean, golf not even. Oh, I know. I'm, I know we're going to get the quarterback rings, but I don't even think he's, it might, it might be close to say he's not even maybe a top 15 quarterback. You know, he's just, he's, he's hit or miss. Yeah. And to pay him what, you know, I think he's what a top five paid quarterback. Might, might be, I think top so. That's, yeah, yeah, it's unreal. Yeah. So you just mentioned it moving on to quarterback rankings next, but first I wanted to ask you about, uh, a breakout candidate that you have for wide receiver. It doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, someone that's a stat. It could be a rookie. It could be a vet. It could be whoever you think is, you know, a breakout candidate. It could be yeah. whoever. I mean, if, if they were the number six on your wide receiver list. So be I it. think I'll, I'll give you a couple names here, but I want to start off with this guy. Um, yeah. You know, I think he, he doesn't get talked about. I think he led the league last year in touchdowns. Um, Kenny Gallagher. Okay. Uh, just, just a solid yeah. performer, you know, across the board. He doesn't get talked about because he's in Detroit. Um, but look at what he did last yeah. year, um, especially when Stafford went down. Um, and then he had all the backups throwing to him. Uh, so I think, you know, definitely got to put his name up there. Um, you know, we talked about Chris Godwin. Um, I think he, you know, he'll yeah. share the workload with Mike Evans. And uh, But, you know, I, I got to throw out a Packer name too. I think you got to look at Alan Lazard a little bit. I know he's not going to put up ridiculous numbers. Uh, but they have a true number yeah. two, and he came on last year and, and put up some good numbers. So, um, yeah, you know, I think, you know, I think uh, Adam Adam Thielen, you know, he he's going to be well in Vic- with the Vikings as well because you know they they got rid of Diggs. So, uh, and and don't look yeah. too far with Diggs in in Buffalo as well. You know, Diggs going to be look at being the number one receiver there probably. Uh, so yeah, a bunch of names I threw out there, but I think Kenny Galladay is you know going to take off again this year. Um, especially if they can get a healthy year out of Stafford. So, sure, I've got a couple names. Uh, one of them you you stole right there at the end. Um, yeah, I think Stephon Diggs with uh, up there in Buffalo. I know the cold weather. He's used to playing in a dome there in Minnesota, but uh, you know, I think I think with Miami and his division, uh, there's some there's at least two warm weather games there. You know, so depends on when they play in the cold, but I think he'll. He'll be, you know, right up there, probably top, at least top 10, I would say, in, in yardage and probably touchdowns as well. But my ultimate breakout, and this is kind of like a, it's like almost throwing darts with a blindfold on here, but I really like Tyler Boyd. And I think, I think, uh, why am I drawing a blank on uh, the quarterback they just drafted? Burrow. Yeah, Joe Burrow. There we go. I think, you know, there was a thing that came up on like ESPN or something, Instagram last week. And it was like, is Cincinnati, you know, plus or minus five wins. 
honestly, I could see Cincinnati being like a seven yeah. and nine team, like a six and 10 team. But if Boyd is, you know, getting his reps in with Burrow now, I think, you know, Boyd last year was over right. a thousand yards receiving and it, Cincinnati was garbage, you know? So if, if uh, Burrow and him kind of click, I think, I think he could be another, you know, 1100 yard receiver, you know, eight to 10 touchdowns. It's, it's not out. Yeah. Of I question, think it's just, so. uh, you know, like you said, kind of throwing, you know, a dart with a blindfold on because, um, you know, it could go either way. I can see it going either way, especially, you know, if AJ green is healthy, um, you know, that could take away some, um, some from him, but also, uh, and who's the other guy they had, um, came on last year as a rookie or I don't know if he's a rookie or just a, you know, undrafted free agent in a second or third year, but I can't know why I'm drawing a blank here for a second as well. But, um, I knew he was pretty big in fantasy, kind of a, a wire pickup, uh, but yeah, no. I don't remember from since I didn't watch. Yeah, honestly, no, I, I just remember uh, seeing his name on the waiver wire all the time. But he, uh, you know, I, I think that that's a good you know sleeper pick. Um, like I said, I think it just depends on Adrian Green. If you know if Adrian Green's not fully healthy as well, he's definitely going to be um, the number one option. It might even be the number one option with without with Adrian Green there. You know, he's just um, like you said, he last year he last year he played well sure. and. Um, it's just all about building that trust too, um, quarterback wide receiver trust. So, yeah, exactly. I have no idea why, but every year when I play fantasy, I literally just like AJ Green mm-hmm. falls into my lap, and I'm like, well, I mean, he's a respectable receiver, so I usually pick him up. You know, Auden Tate is who whatever. I was thinking of. Well, oh, just Auden a big Tate. dude that go. you know, more of a possession wide receiver, but they they got some scary weapons actually in Cincinnati that you know, I, scary. I'll use that loosely, but they got some hidden weapons. Uh, put it that way so yeah exactly exactly um just one little trivia question to shoot your way since you're kind of a uh a trivia guy um who do you think had the second most receptions in the league last year i'm just looking at this right now it wasn't oh, a it was, wide receiver. Uh, mccaffrey yeah it was yeah, McCaffrey. No, he boom Dude, he's a he's a workhorse. He had over yeah, a thousand you get, yards well, Now with Teddy Bridgewater too, I think uh, that's an exciting team to watch too. Um, because didn't they get up? Didn't they get Robbie Anderson too? Yeah, yeah, they yeah. did for like pennies. I mean, not, I mean, obviously not they lost Keekley on the defensive side, but um, that's gonna be a fun team to watch, I think, yeah. as well. And if I get a number one pick in in fantasy, I'm definitely probably going uh, CMC. Because I mean, yeah. He's only 23. Oh, he feels he like feels he's been like in the league so for like seven older. years. <laughs> yeah. If you get a PPR yeah, league, you wild. definitely have to go him because, I mean, he's probably going to give you a 1,000 yards rushing and 1,000 yards receiving. Uh, well, he's touching the ball exactly. 30 I mean, times a game, you know. Both yeah, in, I mean, and he's going to give you – I think he gave you – he was over 20 touchdowns last year combined, wasn't he? Because I know him and Aaron Jones were up there, um, you know, for the, for the league lead. So I think he had close to 20 touchdowns, if not more. Yeah. Yeah, he was close. I mean, that's that's wild. I'm I'm not sure. I think he was in the uh um what am I trying to think of here? The uh MVP yeah, for a while. voting there, but yeah. obviously Lamar, Lamar ran yeah, that away. Was an that, insane year. So. But yeah, he was he was there mid to late year. I, I know they were talking about him, but that was uh that was never going to be not given to Lamar. Yeah, it was it was basically made for exactly. Lamar from yeah. like week. And you know, I had him in one of my fantasy leagues, and the the problem you run into, and oh, I yeah. do this all the time, and I hate it. But it was a it was a standard scoring league, so you know nothing crazy. 
Um, I, I want to save, I want to save and touchdown passes sure. with six points, which, you know, you don't usually, you know, they're usually four, but um, well, I had Lamar yeah. and, you know, he, st- he started off good, but like he wasn't, you know, firing like he was at the end of the year, but he started off, you know, okay. And I was starting Aaron Rodgers. I mean, you know, maybe I'm going to start. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. I kept thinking like, all right, like Aaron's going to pick it up. He's going to yeah. go off. And so I kept benching Lamar and I do not know why, but it, this league was, this league was a, a buy-in league. And it was like, you got, I want to say you got an extra $10 every week that you were the high scoring team. And if I would have, if I would have played Lamar all year, oh, yeah. like I would have made my money back right there, but I just kept benching him and benching him. Yeah. And I, you know, I, it's a keeper league. So I got him for next year, you know, but uh, that was, that was definitely a mistake on my part, you know, and that, that's what I run into all the time is thinking some of these green Bay guys like, Oh, they're going to turn it on. They're going to turn it on instead of just, you know, you know, going with the numbers. Yeah. Yeah. That's wild. And it's a good transition. Actually, that'll, that'll take us right into our top five QBs currently in the game, not talking historically or based off any, uh, you know, achievements in their career, but I've kind of, with that being said, I've kind of seen that my list has a little bit to do with achievements. Um, but more so the the guys that can still play the game at a top level, you know? So with that said, we'll do kind of the same format. Um, have you do your top five and then we'll pick a breakout candidate right at the end there okay. and see what we can do. Yeah. With that. So, yeah. yeah so, shoot, shoot you know, I'll, I'll go five. backwards this time. Like you did. Uh, I put at five, I put Russell Wilson. Okay. Um, I think he gets slept on way too much. Okay. And, you know, I, um, you know, I think, you know, with the whole Packers Seahawks rivalry um, for a while there, um, he seems like we always made him, met him in the NFC championship game. You know, I, kind of threw him down far on the list, but that was because he always, you know, tore us apart. Um, but, you know, I'm a big fan of his, yeah. um, does everything the right way, uh, you know, makes plays that, you know, you see only guys like Aaron Rodgers or Mahomes, you know, make. So, uh, and, and usually doesn't have the biggest weapons yeah. either. I mean, you, you think about who he has to throw to. Yeah. Now he has DK and, and Lockett, but for a while there, he, you know, he had Doug Baldwin, but never really, you know, a huge number two reset, uh, threat. Um, you know, he always had okay guys. You know, right. he's throwing to guys like um, what was it, Luke Wilson? You know, you know, guys that you know probably wouldn't even you know make another roster. So uh, I he slept on, and, and that's why I'm at number five. Okay. Number four, I have Drew Brees. Um, I know he could be a little higher, um, probably could okay. be lower, um, but yeah. the things he still does at you know forty um, something years old or however old he is is, is ridiculous, and um, you know. Yeah. At the height, he does it too. You know, you always see him looking, looking up, looking over the line. Just, uh, just a crazy talent at the game. And you know, I, I hope he plays for a couple more years because he does does some crazy things at the position. But um, at number three, I got my boy Aaron Rodgers. Um, he's had a couple down years, yep. I know. Um, but even if you look at his down years, his down years are other guys' you know good years. Um, I know um, back in 2018, yep. he had I want to say it was like 25 touchdown passes to two interceptions and that everyone was talking about how he's on the decline. You know, I understand it's not a lot of touchdown passes, but I mean, if you yeah. only throw two interceptions, I mean, in a full season. Um, and then last year was about the same numbers. I think it was like 28 to three or 28 to four or something like that. So, uh, you know, look at the guys he's thrown to as well. You know, he, like I talked about earlier, he's his number two receivers, Alan Lazar, yeah. you know, his number, his number three receivers might be Devin Funches yeah. this year. Exactly. You know, he doesn't have, insane guys to throw to so that's why you know i think he's still up there 
Uh, I'm not going to say he was obviously as good as he used to be, but uh, you know he's still a top five talent in the league, I believe. So uh, number two, I got Lamar. Um, I mean, it's hard to look past what he's doing right now. Um, I know he's not the best thrower of the ball yet. Sure. Um, he's obviously getting better, um, but he does pretty well for a running back is what he always says. So, uh, um, and then I, you, you can get yeah. number one. Um, it's a pretty far gap there between one and two, I think, even with as good as Lamar is, but obviously I got Patrick Mahomes, uh, you know, yep. to me reminds me of, um, you know, Aaron Rodgers back in, you know, 2010, 2011, um, just make, making throws that, you know, Sure. Um, you just like your jaw just hits the floor. You're like, how did he make that throw? Um, just does stuff, you know, the no look passes, yep. the, you know, just everything he does, you know, from start to finish in a football game is just, you know, it, it's a show in itself. You know, you watch the Chiefs game, you got um, two shows going on. You got the Chiefs game, you got the Mahomes, you know, the Mahomes show, basically. Um, but it's fun to watch. And, you know, he's, yeah. if he keeps going the way he is, you know, I, I don't see how he couldn't go down as, one of the best ever. Um, but obviously, um, you know, we know things get in the way of that. Um, so hopefully he stays healthy the whole way, but uh, he's, he's a clear cut number one for me. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, maybe I misheard. I you. didn't. Did you not um, he would probably list? have been six or seven. Um, yeah. He's, he's good. Don't get me wrong. He's, okay. he's the greatest of all time. Um, but right now, Right now, I don't see him as a top five quarterback. I see him as a um, guy that can still play. He's fallen off a little bit, um, but I'm not sold yeah. on these people that think Tampa Bay is an immediate Super Bowl contender. Uh, you know, I know that obviously they got the weapons. Um, I, I think Gronk is a good pickup, but I don't think sure. he is going to be as insane as everybody thinks he will be. Uh, so I, you know, I think they'll be good. I see him as, you know, maybe like a 10 and 16. I don't see him, you know, 13 and 3, 12 and 4, all these other people think. But, um, you know, they'll be in the playoffs. Um, you know, might win a playoff game or two, but I don't I don't really see them as Super Bowl contenders as everyone says, you know, says they are. So, um, but no, I'm. he would have been yeah. – he's, he's right on the outside looking in. But, like I said, he's the greatest of all time. But right now he doesn't make top five. Yeah. I, I kind of uh, baited you on that one because actually yeah. I don't have yeah. Brady on my top five list either. So uh, <laughs> I kind of uh, when I when I made up my list, I mean I know I was the one that right. like sent the question or whatever to you, but I kind of thought like who if I was starting a franchise right. today, like who would I yeah feel comfortable with, you know? And Brady just wasn't. Like, yeah, of course, he's been to nine Super Bowls. Like, what more could you ask for in a, you know, in a guy's career? But uh, yeah, is it nine? Right. I think it's nine. He lost two of the Giants, and then he uh, lost the one. Yeah. Uh, then you lose another one. Yeah. I thought he lost another one, too. I, I thought yeah. that's why ESPN yeah. was doing a nine-part documentary on him, yeah. like one for each Super Bowl. Anyway, uh, that's I mean, that's wild that he's achieved that much, and he's yeah, still just... playing at what? He's like 43. <laughs> I mean, not like guys exactly. playing at 43, 44 years old. So uh, my top five, I kind of put – I put six on my list. Uh, number five, I'm torn okay. between Carson Wentz and Deshaun Watson. And I know that's like a hot debate right now on Twitter and mm -hmm. Instagram and Facebook and everything. I think those two are fairly interchangeable. I mean, what they can do and 
And now with Hopkins being out of Houston or whatever, Watson's not going to have like his reliable guy, you know, I mean, he's going to have those speedsters on the outside and Kenny Stills and, uh, and Cobbs are now too. Uh, but... Will Fuller, but yeah. Oh, that's true. Randall Cobb, uh, cutting across the, the seams and stuff. The slot guy will probably be the most reliable target. Um, and then Wentz, obviously, last year was injuries kind of ravaged that team. But I it was, mean, it was, who was his Greg number one? War, I think Greg Ward. Yeah, Houston he was quarterback at Houston for a while. Right here at uh, with the Cougars. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, the University of Houston. So that's that's wild that the number one is. I think he was a practice squad guy that ended up getting yep. Yep. number one duties like halfway through the season or the last third of the season. So. Wentz doesn't have a lot of weapons. Watson doesn't have – but, I mean, they're both mobile. They both have strong arms. And I like the fact that they take chances. You know, maybe it's – maybe their interception rate is a little higher than other quarterbacks, but they're willing to take that chance, you know, and I think that's what separates them from some of these guys that just dink and dunk. And I know we mentioned Jared Goff earlier. Jared Goff takes his fair share of shots as well, but for the most part, I think – he's one of those dink and dump and like just crossing routes, you know, short, short stuff, you know? So I think those guys just for them, simply simply taking the chances is going to put them on the top five. Um, I had Russell Wilson, number four, a lot of the same tendencies as those two guys previously mentioned. Uh, Obviously he moves around a whole lot better. Mm -hmm. I would say than Wentz and Watson. Uh, He's had to scramble. He's probably put more miles on his legs than 30 other quarterbacks in the league, minus maybe uh, Lamar there. But, uh, yeah, he's just got – I mean, he he has to run for his life. And I think it was, what, like two years ago? He ran like 20 yards backwards and ended up – Yeah, I remember that play, actually. I want to read It's like a Madden game, you know, where you're you're running backwards and, you know – trying to run around yeah. all the way across the field and complete a Hail Mary or something. But yeah, I remember that. He did that. He did that too uh, against the Packers, obviously in the NFC championship game with the, the failed onside kick. Um, but it was a two point conversion where he's just kind of running for his life and throws yeah, one sure. up. And uh, he, the plays he makes are just, you know, reminds me up there of, you know, like Mahomes and Rogers, just keeping plays alive and doing stupid stuff. You know? Yep. Yep. And he's, to me, the reason I put him at number four after a couple of these other guys I had, he I think he knows exactly what he's doing when he's running around, but he appears to be more like rattled a little bit, right. you know, because maybe he's got to run around so much. Whereas my number three, I have Drew Brees. Drew Brees, he can move a little bit, but he's for the most part a pocket passer. I mean, he's going to drop back and step up mm-hmm. in the pocket and sling the rock, you know, so – uh, I got Drew Brees, uh, not for any, you know, any particular accomplishments or anything, but it's, I don't know if he would be on the list maybe if right, yeah. he didn't have a Super Bowl. Um, that Super Bowl, you know, years ago, yeah, what was, it was that, uh, 2009 it was or yeah. 2010? I mean, that, yeah, yeah the, I mean, that was a big, obviously big point in his career, but He's never really, I mean, I'm looking at the numbers now. He's never really tailed off. I mean, there's been this last year he had, was it this last year when Teddy Bridgewater came in and played a couple games, like four games? Yeah, this, I mean, he hasn't really had any run-ins with injuries over the years or, and I think this last season's injury was kind of just a freak thing. He like followed. Or like a ligament hurt. Broke his thumb or something. Yeah. uh... 
Yeah. Yep. It was something on his throwing hand. That was dumb, right? Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's wild that he's been as durable as he has. And he's another 40 year old. I think we're in the, the twilight of some of these older QBs careers, you know, we're like maybe this year, maybe next year's the, the end of the road, you know? So it's, it's been awesome to see breeze do what he's doing. Uh, number two, I got Rogers. Um, he, uh, to me is probably one of the most calm quarterbacks. Like no matter what the situation is, he's literally like stone faced. I mean, you see him smile or whatever, a little bit mm-hmm. here and there joking around if they're, if they're leading, of course, but you know, it's, some of the like last second hail Mary throws. And yeah. Richard was Ryder. it the yep. uh, tight end Rogers? Was it Richard Rogers? Just, Oh man, I mean, They're I still remember that throw. I think were they it was, playing? It was, it was in. A, it was in at Ford Field. Detroit. Yeah. yeah, there we go. Yeah, and that's wild. That I mean, and some and he takes chances. I mean, he's just like what I mentioned with Wentz and Watson. I mean, if he thinks a guy even has you know a remote chance at catching something, he's just going to throw it over there and see what happens. You know, and and to his credit not a lot of his throws turn into interceptions, whereas Wentz and Watson have and a little bit of higher interception. That, you know, you know, right and there, that's why so. I look at him, obviously, being a Packer fan, I, you know, uh, probably got a little biased there. But, uh, you know, he he always has taken chances, and he's got the best, you know, TD to interception ratio in NFL history, you know, at four to one. So, to me, like I said, I'm a little biased, but I look yeah. at him as yeah. I'm not, you know, I say Brady's the greatest of all time. Obviously, Marino's up there in arm talent, but he's – Rodgers, you know, obviously Mahomes got some way to, to go and has a long career, but Rodgers has got to be, you know, mentioned as one of, if not the best yeah. arm talents to ever play the game. Yeah, I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's almost well, effortless. That pass, I know – You know, 60 um, yards. You still it's, it's not even – Oh, I thought I might have lost you. Um, you know, that, uh, yep. that pass against the Chiefs. Oh. You know when he when he's backing up and he and he just kind of yeah. flipped it with his wrist and Jamal Williams caught it you know in the backfield in the back of the end you know just some of the throws he makes are just insane yeah 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 it's yeah. just wild it's it's like nothing you've ever seen before and now that he's like what 16, 17 seasons in it's like now you're now you're almost expecting it now you're like <laughs> all right like I've seen him do it before right. now he can you know you never put anything past Rogers it's like even exactly. if you think he's down and out, like there's, he's not <laughs> green Bay, green Bay's always in the game, no matter what. I don't, I don't know if I've ever seen a green Bay game where they've been blown out because I mean, as long as Rogers has been there, just cause I mean, he's, even if they're down two scores in the fourth, he'll march them right down the field, tie that. Yoo-hoo. Yeah. You listening to this, just wanted to let you know, this is a little bit beyond the halfway point of the conversation. Can't thank you enough for, making it through or weathering the storm with us. No, no, honestly, this is a great conversation. Uh, you know, pretty, pretty insightful from two guys that are just opinionated sports fans, right? Uh, I promise we know what we're talking about. If you like what you're hearing, there's a whole second half of this episode coming up, but swing on over to Spotify, subscribe, follow, like, share, whatever you got to do to blow this podcast up. I appreciate your support now and moving forward. I think that's all I have for you. I'll take you back to the second half of the episode starting now. 
is never out of the game. Uh, he's always got them within a score. You know, it's always a, a one score game with him. So right. it's wild. Uh, and then number one, I had uh, Patrick Mahomes, of course, some of the stuff that he's done in what his first three years in the league and he sat for the first year he was in the league. Mm-hmm. Some of the stuff he's done in the last two years is like unheralded. Like no one's ever seen it. I mean, one that always comes to everybody's mind is when he was, I think he was about to get sacked and he switched to his left hand and like dumped that little short pass off and ended up being, I don't know, it was like a 15 yard play, but you know, most quarterbacks that do stuff like that, you know, if that was like a, uh, I don't know, like a Jay Cutler or something, he's probably not going to be uh, heralded as, as well as Mahomes has been the last, you know, couple seasons or whatever. So it's wild to, uh, to see kind of how his game progresses and to go from regular season MVP to then the next season, you know, marching through the playoffs and winning a Super Bowl, it was just kind of, it's kind of unreal. I don't know how much better he can do. You know what I mean? Well, and you know how I know, obviously we talk about Lamar's numbers being so insane, but what if he doesn't miss those, you know, what he missed two or three games, you know, yeah. um, you know, how does his numbers compare there? Um, you, yeah. know, you know, does he, you know, a couple three game stretch there where, you know, he goes off and, you know, now we're talking about him winning two MVPs in a row, you know? Uh, yeah. Yeah. A bunch of what ifs. Like I said, if he can stay healthy, you know, he's going to go down as, you know, one of the better at, you know, all time, I think. Sure. Yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be unreal. Um, I heard, I don't remember who it was. Some, someone on, uh, of course the Twitter sphere said that Mahomes was already, like uh hall of fame worthy and i'm like uh whoa <laughs> it's been it's been two seasons of starting you know what i mean like, yeah that's if, if he was to get some kind of freak injury right now i mean not only would it tear apart uh the entire city of kansas city <laughs> and my wife would probably cry forever but i mean that that's not going to put him in the hall of fame you know what i mean yeah so. uh yeah i mean he's had insane numbers but um you know it's been two years so yeah, and even exactly. people, and, you know, I get tired of, um, like you said, going to Twitter and seeing these people that, you know, say, you know, Patrick Mahomes is better than Tom Brady. Well, okay, he might be talent wise right now, but he's not. Like, are you kidding me? Like, he might end up if he wins a couple more Super Bowls and keeps going the pace he is. He might end up better than Tom Brady. We don't know that, but don't say he's a has a better career than Tom Brady when he's played, you know, two full seasons as starter. You know, exactly, exactly. So. Uh, okay, and then just like we did with the receivers, who is your breakout candidate for quarterbacks this season? Yeah, so my breakout, I'm not gonna say he might. I'm not gonna say he's gonna be insane, uh, but I think he's you know he's already shown that he's just continue to get better, and I'm more excited to watch him than um, you know saying he's gonna be insane. But Josh Allen in Buffalo, uh, yeah, I think he's got all the tools now. Um, you know, with with Diggs now being there. Um, with with the is it Singletary running back? So yeah, um, yep. you know, and then they've they've always had a good defense. Um, so yeah, um, you know, I think their you know their conference gonna be a little easier. Um, sure. Now you know, so I'm excited to watch him grow. Um, you know, he's he's another one of those guys. I'm not gonna say he's you know, he might be on the outside of top 15 talent at the moment, but he's, he's constantly gotten better. And, um, you know, his toughness level, you know, is, is up there. Um, he, he can scramble real good. Um, so if he yeah. just continues to grow, 
I mean, now, you know, now he has a talent. So this will be kind of the big year. You know, if he can't do it this year, you know, he might not be the, the long-term answer in Buffalo. But, um, you know, I think sure. he, you know, I think he it will be a fun one to watch. And then, you know, another one I'll just kind of throw in there that I'm just not thinking of, uh, you know, that's kind of this is kind of the make or break year for me um, is Sam Darnold. You know, he – yeah, this is the year he's got to take a step. Um, you know, I don't know as far as weapons-wise if, you know, he probably don't have the, the best hand there. Um, but you know, this is, this will be it. This will be for me, you know, to see if he's kind of got what it takes. Um, you know, obviously, you know, if he doesn't have a great year this year, he's going to still be starting, you know, cause what quarterbacks are hard to come by, but this will kind of be the season to tell me, you know, if he's going to have it going forward. Um, sure. But those are yeah. kind of the two that kind of pop out to me, um, right off. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't agree more, uh, with the Josh Allen pick. I think he's going to be a stud and just bringing in more weapons for him is, Basically, the team showing that they're, you know, fully invested in him, which is going to give his confidence, obviously, a little pick-me-up. So, um, my my breakout candidate, though, and I know draft night, uh, whenever that was, a month ago or whatnot, all the days in quarantine and stuff have kind of melded together. But <laughs> draft night, they were talking about this guy a little bit. You know, they're, they're giving him weapons. And uh, I think Drew Locke could actually be – a breakout star. Uh, I don't think Vegas, I almost said Oakland. I don't think Vegas is going to be much of anything this year. I don't think San Diego is going to be much of anything, seeing that they're going to try to either start Tyrod Taylor or Justin Herbert. Mm -hmm. um, I think that, I mean, Kansas City is going to win the division again, but maybe Denver sneaks into a wild card spot. I don't know. You know, it just it's really dependent on Locke. Right. He carries good confidence for a young guy. He's got a strong arm. And I think, you know, I don't know if you've watched any of the, uh, like, path to the draft stuff on ESPN or whatnot. They did, like, a – I don't know, where they follow people right. through the draft process and everything last year, and I watched that. And He's a pretty humble kid. I mean, yeah, he's confident, but it's, like, to me, he's not like a Lamar Jackson putting the shades on and, like, you know, wearing the, wearing the chains and all that. Like, he just seems like a – and not, I didn't put Lamar on my top five list mm -hmm. simply because I think you said this about one of your candidates too. one year of like real kind of superstardom mm -hmm. doesn't really, to me, he, I see a lot of Michael Vick, right. like young Michael Vick. And obviously it's a fair comparison with his running ability and stuff, but I didn't put Lamar on because I remember, you know, rewind two years ago, People were like, you know, Lamar can't even throw the ball. What is he? You know, he's a running back. They're going to have to change him around. I mean, you heard all kinds of stuff, you know, changing his position, and they're going to keep Flacco around and use Lamar as this gadget guy. And then, you know, fast forward, they ship Joe Flacco out of town. It's Lamar's show, and he kind of takes over, you know. Mm -hmm. So if if he does it again, I'll, it'll kind of force my hand. You know what I mean? Like I'll have to put him on the list if he's – MVP caliber again because that just means he can he grow as a passer. He's got to grow as a passer still, um, because people, you know teams yeah. are going to game plan for it. Um, you know, you know they were able to fill uh, figure Vic out, but the problem, the difference between him and Vic, is, is I say this, I've said this for a long time now, is I think Michael Vic uh, threw one of the prettiest deep balls in the game, and and, and he actually had talent with his arm. And I'm not saying Lamar doesn't have talent. I'm yeah. saying he's got to grow in it, and. Yeah, uh, you know, if he can grow, you know, I only put him at number two because, you know, he, the things he does as well. Obviously, 
I'm not comparing him to Patrick Mahomes, but the things he does with his feet kind of remind you of things Patrick Mahomes does with his arm, you know, if that makes sense, you know, sure. just the things that he can do, you know, um, on the run. And, uh, you know, he, he just had an insane year and, yeah. you know, he's got to continue to live up to it um, and, and grow as a passer, you know, or else he'll, you know, it might not be too long till I turn into it to a, you know, another uh, Robert Griffin. And I'm not, I'm not comparing yeah. it as far as that because he's a better player than Robert Griffin ever was. But, you know, all it takes is a couple big hits yeah. and, you know, you start getting a little gun shy. You start getting a little, you know, scared to run out of that pocket. And um, then your body takes a toll on you. You know, it, look at look at Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah. You know, he took so many big hits and his body's starting to tear down. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah and, and much like, you know, the Eagles fans, our, our buddy Andrew knows firsthand. When Vic later in his career, he wasn't – I mean, he still had the ability to run, but he really kind of honed his skills and kind of and polished that that throwing ability. Because, I mean, when he was throwing deep balls to Deshaun Jackson and, and stuff there in Philly, I mean, it was almost like a resurgence of sorts, you know, with Vic. So, uh, if, if Lamar can – you know, the league's going to adapt to him. If he can then create another kind of path to success for himself, I think I think he'll be top five, no question. Yeah. I agree. Um, the breakout, yeah, back to my breakout candidate, Drew Locke. I think he's. Just, I just like his abilities. Uh, he showed this last year. I mean, Court, Cortland Sutton or Sutton was. Uh, I mean, no one even knew his name, and I believe he was over a thousand yard receiver mm-hmm. last year. You know, he had Flacco for most of the season, but Drew Locke came on there late. Right. I mean, I think they had a good rapport, and uh, yeah, I think and they're they're helping him out. I think they, they uh, drafted like three receivers in the first run. four rounds, didn't they? Yeah, I think so. And they've got a good young tight end, receiving mm-hmm. tight end uh, was yep. Noah Fant, and uh, Philip Lindsay is coming and... back. He's going to be pretty dynamic mm-hmm. out of the backfield. And then didn't they add? Uh, didn't Gordon go there, Melvin, Melvin Gordon? I mean, Melvin Gordon. That's what I'm saying. I think Philip yeah. Lindsay is going to be kind of the the receiving back and change of pace yeah, guy. Yeah, he might. You know, Lindsay might kind of take on a, you know, a cheap man's, you know, CMC role there. You know, the, the you know, a, yeah, a little version of that. But um, I wanted to give you a question here. Give me someone that you think yeah. you know that has that's going to just, uh, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? He's going to regress. Just kind of turn into and a dumpster he, fire. You know, that might already, you know, could be a couple years in the league, could be going to second year, could be sixth, seventh year, but you just see someone just continuing to fall. Yeah. I, I have someone um, in mind that I want to see if, it, you know, if you kind of go down that same road. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll preface this with, and this may be your answer. I, this guy gets a lot of hate and, rightfully so for his performance this last year and if, uh, if he keeps trending downward it's it's adios to this guy but you know again rewind two years and he I believe had his team at like 10 and 6 11 and 5 something like that and they were playoffs you know and he played well and and that's that's okay. Trubisky I mean they I don't hate him as much as everyone I mean we Kendall's uh, mom's side of the family is all in Chicago, and they hate Trubisky. They they hated Jay Cutler, but they're ask, uh, honestly asking for Jay Cutler back. And I'm like, that's a little that's a little drastic, you know. But 
I think it's just when you're kind of like, they knew what he did year one, you know, they kind of, okay. Like if he, if he improves on that, he's our quarterback. Right. So I would, I would say if Trubisky continues to trend downward, they brought in mm-hmm. Nick Foles. He may even win the starting job this year. If Trubisky doesn't win the starting job, I don't see another yeah, team picking him up. He's, yeah. he's probably, he's probably out. Yeah. Well, see, I, I was going a different direction and I think okay. this guy's had every option to succeed. He's had a lot of weapons around him, um, you know, but I say Baker Mayfield. Um, he, he's going yeah. into, what, his third year now? Um, and I think so, yeah. He played pretty well his rookie year. Um, and then just mm-hmm. last year was just talk about a dumpster fire. That was – and I know there was – I know there's – I know there, it's, it's Cleveland. <laughs> and you know, I know there's a lot of yeah. issues there, uh, you know, with their personnel, with their, you know, with their coaching. But, you know, I, I don't think uh, – who was it? Freddie Kitchens. I don't think he was the uh, the answer. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think so. That was kind of a stop. at the same time, um, I, I just don't see it getting better for him. And look at look at what the weapons he had. Um, you know, Beckham, he had yeah. uh, Jarvis Landry. And then you have, you know – two really yeah. good running backs in Nick Chubb and, and then Kareem Hunt. Uh, so, I mean, yeah. this year they got, they went and got a uh, Hooper, Austin Hooper. Right. And yeah, yeah. I just, I, if he doesn't do it this year, then I think he's kind of in the same boat, as, you know, as we're talking about Trubisky, you know, cause with all those weapons, if he yeah. can't get it, you know, and I'm not, I know you got to play defense and all that, but like if his numbers don't improve or he don't get better. I, you know, what else can you give? You know, and I know, I know it's yeah. Cleveland. I know it's, it's a toxic place to be already, um, but he's got all the weapons there, and you know, I haven't seen results. Yeah, yeah. And going back a little bit, how would you feel being a Chicago fan, trading up for Trubisky and Kansas City moving up to take uh, Mahomes? What? Four yeah, well, and trading up didn't didn't they trade a first the next year too to move up one spot? Yeah, they were number they yeah. were number three pick and they moved up to number two yeah, to get it's... Trubisky. And it's like, I think that's that's probably what kills Chicago fans the most is knowing that, I mean, no one knew who Mahomes was. Honestly, if you knew who Patrick Mahomes was prior to the NFL, you were either a Texas Tech fan or just a straight up Texas football fan, you know, from high school right. all the way through. But I remember Mahomes at Texas Tech. I think he still holds the record he threw for like 750 yeah. yards in one game and they scored like 75 points or 77 points or something like that I mean that's my like one college memory of Mahomes but if anyone from Chicago thought that Trubisky and Mahomes were interchangeable I don't I mean that's that's not really a fair comparison I don't think knowing what we know now well so, I mean now it's just too it's too bad that they gave up what they did for well, Mitch, I'll go this far. I think it's it, it's almost sad to see what they gave up for Foles. I mean, if you look That's at look, look at the two guys that That's are still true. looking for jobs, you tell me you you, you would take Foles over yeah. Winston or Newton. I, I mean, I take Cam yeah. Newton or, or Jameis over sure. Foles any day. And I mean, yeah. Well, and uh, Nick Foles is he's, he's older. Exactly. I mean, he's not he's not like forty, but he's 
probably mid thirty. I mean, you had a chance to bring in a former MVP, and I understand Cam has shoulder issues, but you had a chance to bring in bring in him. Yeah. I mean, if if you're looking to be real serious about you know winning a vi- division, I mean, you got to play the Vikings, you got to play the Packers, and then we know the Lions can be just you know Lions win a bunch of games they shouldn't, and I mean, if you if you need, if you want to root for a team that should win games that they shouldn't, go be a Lions fan. I mean, they'll be they'll be you know exactly. four and ten, and then they'll go beat a team that's eleven and three. You know, but back to what I was saying is you know yeah. you had a chance to bring in you know Cam Newton, or you had a chance to you know go get a young guy in James Winston who I think will still be good if he falls in the right situation. But they go and they give up a fourth sure. round pick for Nick Foles, and that that that's what made, makes yeah. me think like how do you not start him at that point? You know. Like you're giving up, you know, there's, there were, this was a yeah. deep draft class and there was a lot of talent in the fourth round and you give it up to a give yeah. it up for a quarterback. You know, uh, to me that, that points that they're going to, they're looking at seriously starting Foles. So. Yeah. Which I mean, that's just going to, how we said, you know, helping the, the, you know, mindset of Josh Allen by loading them with weapons and stuff. I mean, they're doing the exact yeah, opposite to Trubisky. They're basically right telling now. you, like, you know, we don't believe in you. They're not trying to. Uh, you know, go get somebody that, that yeah, exactly. you know, might be better than you, and he's and he's still average, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So. This, this NFL season yeah. has a lot um, of smaller storylines that will be kind of fun to watch, you know, and play uh, throughout the year. And, you know, yeah. it's – NFC is going to be exciting this year. Um, I think the SC is definitely a little more one, yeah. one, two, two-sided teams, but um, there's a lot of lot of fun storylines, and I just hope we have a season. That's that's the main thing because um, you know I think it'll be a lot of fun. You know, regardless of if there's fans or not, you know I think it'll be uh, be much needed as well. Yeah, exactly. Um, I noticed neither one of us for breakout candidate uh, said either. Jarrett Stidham or Brian Hoyer or whoever the Patriots are going to run out there. But with Belichick's system, do you think, do you think first off, if either one of them are the guy or they're going to bring in like a Cam Newton for a year or two? I, I would have liked to have seen the Patriots went and got Andy Dalton. I think he would have been fantastic there. And I think I know a lot of people, tend to disagree but i look at the patriots being a seven and nine team i mean i know i know they still have a they don't have a tough tough division but you know stidham played a little bit last year and just did not look good and i understand it's all about preparation and getting reps with the one but you know i'm yeah not sold on him by any means yeah I, I don't know who's going to be the starter when, when the Patriots start the season. It's probably going to go back to what Belichick's been famous for with his running backs and stuff, you know, switch a running back out. They'll have an explosive game. They'll put another running back in. They'll have an explosive game and then they'll suffer. You know, I think he's probably going to bounce back and forth. Well, between I'll, a couple I'll different go guys, a little so. bit farther on the Patriots because um, they were talked so much with the Packers as well. They didn't go get any weapons. But besides, you know, yeah. Uh, who's still there? Edelman, Edelman's still there, but he's he's getting up there in age, and he's just one of those possession first down guys. And Nikhil Harry, which we've seen a little bit yeah. of, but we haven't seen all of him. You know who? You know you got to give you got to give Stidham some weapons if he's going to be the man. And and they didn't go out yeah, and get anybody exactly. and didn't draft anybody. And and I understand you know the Packers kind of getting some 
some flack for, but at least they have Devontae Adam. You know, they have a few guys there, you know. You know, Patriots are kind of, you know, I, I just I just don't see it working out well for Stidham, in my in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. I don't think it's I don't think there's greener pastures for, for New England right now. I think Belichick's probably gonna ride into the sunset. I see you know, with a down I year, see uh, so. all of our uh, worst nightmare and somehow Trevor Lawrence ended up in a Patriots uniform. So I, I, could, know. I, yeah, no. I could see that's that somehow bad, happening. That's a bad image. Um, knowing, uh, you know, Belichick's little teams. So. Uh, no. Yeah. Hey, well, then he should start Brian Hoyer yeah, all year. Yeah, go, go find Jameis Winston and hope he still has 30-30 uh, vision, you know. So. Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. All right, so kind of want to wrap this thing up. I'm going to give you, I guess, us one more discussion topic here. We kind of we kind of touched on it at the beginning of this, um, you know. Kind of summarize your thoughts on. We kind of talked more so about football, obviously, because we think football is going to be. I, I mean, I'm taking this out of context. Maybe football is going to be the first right. returning sport after all this COVID stuff. You know, what are your thoughts on maybe potentially baseball coming back with no fans? Um, you know, NASCAR's back already, but obviously mm-hmm. it's not one of the four major sports. Um, you know, kind of dive into that a little bit about what you think the current situation, you know, what, what's the best well, case scenario? Well, I think the best case scenario is, is you break it down to a half a season. Um, you go, um, I think they're talking about 82 games, 81, 82 games. Um, and, and, you know, breaking it up into, you know, different divisions, different, you know, five to 10 team divisions. I don't know if they want to go three divisions of 10 teams, however they want to do it. But I think you break it up to a smaller division you keep sure. you keep the you make the divisions um you know localized you keep the the teams that are close together um so you're going to have some teams that are playing each other that you know normally wouldn't um but you know I don't know if they look to neutral sites I, I mean it's all a guessing game right now and and I know they're having issues you know their issues right now are just getting yeah. the players to to agree on what their you know their salary is going to be but um you know, if you told me a couple of weeks ago, I would have said, you know, I think we will have a season, but you know, I, I don't know that one will happen. And I think your best bet, if you're going to make it happen is to have everyone play at a neutral site with no fans. Um, and you're going to have, I don't know how you're going to schedule that out. Um, you know, I've heard talk of, you know, going to playing every single day and having a couple double headers on like a Sunday. Um, uh, I mean, that's kind of what it seemed oh, like going, you know, an 82 game season where you're playing seven days a week and one of those days Jeez. being a doubleheader. Um, it, it's, it's some of the rumblings I heard, but yeah. honestly, Jake, I, I'm looking more and more like there might not be a season just, because, because yeah. And that's, yeah. Because I mean, if, if you keep case delaying scenario. it, delaying it, delaying it, you know, you're going to push the season into where a world series is going to happen in December, January, and then, and then what do you do? You know, these players have to have an off season. So you can't start back up in April. Yeah. You can't, you know, yeah. you're going to have to push it into May or June. And then you're going to go back to the long season. Yeah. And then that's going to continue to affect the next season after that. So, you know, and, and I think it's just a mess right now. I mean, there's no minor leagues. So someone gets hurt, you know, who you're going to call up, you yeah. know, what players are you going to be able to choose from, you know, how are these minor leaguers going to stay in, yeah. you know, playing shape. Yeah. So, I mean, football obviously has the advantage because, 
Um, you know, they can start opening up their facilities and, you know, their season don't start till August, you know, their preseason. But you know, honestly, I, yep. I just don't see a way that there's going to be one, you know, and the, it, it, unless they go just to a, a smaller season where you're just playing conference games. But even there, it's, it's getting kind of iffy. So, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And I, I think, you know, it's going to, boil down to dollars and cents for, for owners. And cause I mean, they, not only are they paying the pay, uh, players salaries, but you know, if they have to open their stadium, they got to exactly. pay everyone that works inside that stadium too, you know? And if they're, and if they're not allowed to have fans, like how are they They're. I mean, I understand they're billionaires or whatever that own these teams, but how are they going to, I mean, it's a business, you know, like when it boils down to it, it's a business and, and no business person wants to just dump, millions or billions of dollars right. into something with with no well, return uh, you know my my little yeah insider news i guess you could say is um uh, i follow um phil phil yeah. hughes on twitter he's a former pitcher pitch for the yankees twins um but and yeah. the padres but he's good friends yeah. with uh trevor plough ploof i don't i can't i don't know how you pronounce it but uh yeah, but yeah. Bo- but but he heard from Trevor, and then Phil kind of relayed the news. But it 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 sounds like there's the players' association and MLB are so and the owners are so far off that I just don't see how it's going to ever work. Because you know you I think we all heard um, yeah. Blake Snell go off about Blake you know, Snell. It, it's kind of yeah a, kind of a funny situation because he yep. was saying I know he's had conflicting reports where in the you know, in the past he had said like he would play and then now he's saying he would, but you know, these players aren't going to want to go out there, play for half their salary yeah. um, and, you know, potentially risk their lives, you know, like he says. Uh, but I, honestly, Jake, I just don't see it happening. Yeah. I don't I'm, I'm in the same boat. I don't think there's going to be baseball and I think we're going to deal with NASCAR and, and just, for, for I guess summer. I'm not a big <laughs> NBA fan, but I guess we root for that season to, to just kind of finish yeah. up and get some playoffs as well. But yeah, we'll have to watch a lot of golf, you know. Yeah, I was going to yeah, say all, got, these, got all the these. Tiger, what are they? Skins games. The Tiger, Phil, with, um, you know, Peyton, and Tom Brady one coming up, so that'll be kind of fun to watch. But yes. Yeah. yeah, that'll be pretty cool. Um, yeah, so that's kind of all the time we've got today. I appreciate you hopping on with me and and kind of taking people's mind off of uh, all the, the bad, bad stuff with, with COVID and shutdowns and, and stuff like that going on. So yeah, we talked a little sports, talked a little, uh, well, mostly sports, but mostly kind of the current climate of sports as well. So where can uh, people who are listening find you? Yeah. You so write I write for, for overtime heroics uh, baseball blog, um, right? Best way to find them first off is go to their Twitter page, okay. uh, but they got a website. Just it's basically a blog, blog post. You know, we, we write about um, any teams that we're assigned to, and, and I have the St. Louis Cardinals. So um, a couple of articles I wrote in the past is like Yadier Molina. I'm talking about wanting to play past his current contract, you know, even if it's not for the Cardinals. Uh, you know, so just just some good content on there, yeah. mostly uh, opinionated stuff. So um, it's always good to go read and, you know, kind of kind of get someone else's perspective. Sure. But, um, you know, go check them out and, um, you know, just give your opinion on stuff, you know. Give your opinion. Give your opinion while also uh, yeah, being absolutely. Uh, open to you know hearing everyone else. That's that's the other thing that that I love with um, you know yeah like exactly. like with yourself or you know like with our friend Andrew is you know you can give your opinion but 
Uh, I mean, you're not afraid to hear the other side of the story. So uh, discussing sports, you definitely got to be a little yeah. more open. That's for sure. Absolutely. Well, again, yeah, I appreciate your time. Uh, we'll have to have Andrew hop on in definitely. the future. Yep, might I have to we'll do, do like this a, more often. A monthly, so monthly be, sports talk or something know, one, be kind of fun or bi-weekly or whatever. Yeah, that would be fun. Yeah, yes, for sure. Yeah, and just hopefully sports comes back so we're not like all the other podcasts just talking about what could happen. <laughs> talk about maybe what right, is right. happening once football and stuff rolls around. So, right. uh, yeah, that said, yeah, thanks for hopping on with me and uh, – We'll definitely stay in Sounds touch. Sounds good, Jake. I appreciate it. We'll, uh, we'll catch up. Yep. See you. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks. Thanks, Garrett.